0: mattress brands like Sealy and Sleepies. plus get a free adjustable base with your $999 purchase I have only five words for you
1: from my cold
0: dead hands
1: it's time for Gun Radio Utah no apologies a show dedicated to preserving and protecting your constitutional right to bear arms for your security and sport here's your host well-known gun rights advocate and chairman of the utah shooting sports council clark Oppotion.
2: now welcome to gun radio utah i am your host clark apposian and as always i was just explaining to somebody in the studio today there are no apologies At least anything I do, there's no apologies. I don't know what, if you do stuff, there may be apologies for it. So anyway, uh, we have got one heck of a show for you. Interesting. This is, if you've ever wondered why it is that we can make all sorts of these cool guns and cool stuff, and we're still using, though, technology that is... I don't know, 500 years old, 400, 300 years old technology for the projectiles that come out of these new space age weapons, lead and copper. Uh, Yeah, we we have a guy in studio that is going to blow that out of the, just blow right out of there. Just really some cool stuff. Cool, cool stuff. It's space age technology. Uh, That meets that meets the the modern era. Anyway. All right. So we're going to talk. Oh, we're going to talk a little bit about California. Yes, I know. Um, (laughs) We just love beating up on California. We're going to talk about. Oh, do you have a Glock that uh, does your Glock shoot underwater? Pretty much the guns will shoot underwater, but Glock made a special one now that it, it. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Iowa. Iowa's constitutional carry just went into effect uh two days ago and oh yeah we are live oh yeah we're live sometimes we're not live today we're live and we may just open up the phone calls uh, the phone lines just to irritate the producer dan so anyway no <laughs> and uh and dan are you ready for uh if if we open up the phone lines for uh for all sorts of interesting comments and questions all right good all right and did you re- you know we were talking about this in fact uh, in fact, I'm just gonna, you know, you got your mic right in front of you. Bill Riley, Bill Riley, CEO of Simex Tactical Solutions, and um, Bill, you were, we were in a meeting. What was it, Wednesday or Thursday? What day was it? With Mike Lee, just the other day, just the two I days mean ago. it was Just it, my whole week has been really kind of frazzled because I started it out in Uinta County, then I drove down and stayed overnight here, and then I headed back right after that meeting, and then I came back again. Last night. Anyway, so it's, I don't know, that all the days are kind of morphing into one big collage. So uh, we were in that meeting, and we were talking about taxes. Yes. And excise taxes and sales taxes and that kind of stuff. And I knew that there was a state that had just instituted something. So we're going to talk about West Virginia. Guns and ammo are now tax-free in West Virginia. And, Bill, I want to get your take on this because they actually also did something even better for manufacturers in that state as far as, uh, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, we talked about Iowa. Iowa's uh, constitutional carry laws goes into effect. And, yes, we beat Iowa. Ours went into effect May 1st. Theirs went into effect July. No, ours went into effect May 5th. And ours went into effect, uh, yeah, and theirs went into effect July 1st. Okay, what else would we got here? We got that. We got that. Uh, oh, Indiana. Indiana did something that's interesting. They now offer a lifetime gun permit. And I don't know, I guess I kind of like it. I just don't like the word gun and permit. Because permit can also, you know, is the root word of unpermitted or non-permitted. And it always comes with an overlord. So I don't know. So, but... It's still, I think it's it's moving forward. So it's interesting because of what they just, um, of what uh, let's see, the Indiana Senate did recently. So I don't know. We got that to talk about. I really would really like to talk about what happened in Arvada, Arvada, Colorado, a good guy with a gun, and we will um, we'll talk about him. What happened to him? So anyway, all right. Oh, oh, oh! Before I forget, I've got so much to do in this little in this first segment. Brad Thor, if you're familiar with the author, Brad Thor, he's uh, twenty to, no nineteen of his twenty books, or maybe twenty of his twenty one books, New York Times bestseller, and I mean like number one in New York Times bestseller and the other bestseller lists. Uh, so Brad's a friend of mine. I've known him since he wrote his first book, or just after he wrote his first book and then his second book. And he is going to be a guest on Gun Radio Utah coming up. I know I'm going to interview him. I have to do a pre-record on it. But, and I think we may air it the very next day. So, next, it, I think we're going to air it next week. But I have to be careful as to when I air it because it's his brand new book that technically hasn't come out yet. I mean, it hasn't come out yet at all. You can't get it, except I have one, a copy of it. So, and it's called Black Eyes. So, Brad Thor, Black Ice, and we're going to be interviewing him. He's a gun guy. He's a shooter. In fact, I trained him for his concealed carry permit back in 95, 96, I think it was. So, anyway, he's a he's a great guy. And so, we're going to talk about that. So, write down, 888-570-8010. That's 888, like 888-570-8010, 8010. And uh, we may let you call in with questions. For um, that you might have for Bill Riley, and because this is some interesting, we're going to be talking about ammunition, and and mostly projectiles. Am I right, Bill? That is correct. Yeah, mainly the projectile. Mainly the projectile, but it it's obviously connected to a power source. So, and, you know, so anyway, and uh, and we will talk about uh, just briefly. In fact, maybe I've I've got enough time. So we had a meeting with Mike Lee. Mike Lee called a meeting. Uh, literally, and he brought his staff in. And Lee Lonsberry was there. I hadn't seen Lee in a little bit. He used to, you know, now he's, he's you know, back in D.C. working for Mike Lee as his uh, press person, I think. And so Mike Lee, boy, he, he brought in a lot of video and cameras and, and and and, and, and you know, photographer people. Yeah. I was actually amazed. Were any of those private, you know, private news folks, or were those just his staff? I thought it was his staff. That's what I thought so, too. I saw, him, I saw him interviewing somebody. But anyway, yeah. everybody from Lee Tobias, the Utah uh, Firearms Association, uh, Sam Robinson with Utah Gun Exchange, obviously Utah Shooting Sports Council was there. We had the sheriff of Utah County. We had some federal, we had two federal law enforcement officers there. We had, um, 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 and, and uh, Bill, you were there with yes. your CFO, right? CFO Mark Davis, yes. Yeah, Mark Davis with Simx and uh, former representative Kurt Oda. Uh, Mitch Velos, all around, uh, Poncho Velos, all around, uh, good gun guy, author, gun law attorney kind of guy. Uh, who am I missing? Who am I missing? Um, uh, let's see. Oh, oh, Connie. Uh, Connie Peterson. Yes, Camp. Michelle Camp. Yep. Uh, they were there. And am I missing anybody else now? Let's see. No, it was a it was a good group, but a small yeah. group. Yeah. And we talked about gun rights. And we, ta- we got into it with gun rights. And I got to tell you, he is a... He's a big advocate of a thing called the Shush Act, S-H-U-S-H, Shush Act, if you look it up. And it's to basically take a suppressor, and you can just buy it over the counter. No big deal. It's like they, it's, it's like they do in Europe right now. Yeah. Actually, and take the demonizing away from it. Except he said a quote from David Chipman, who, by the way, I asked, I, I asked Mike Lee, He's sitting right next to me and I says, is David Chipman going to be confirmed as the new head of the uh, the director of the Alcohol Tobacco and Firearms ATF? Nope. And we're all waiting for the answer. And Mike and Mike Lee said, "Over my dead lifeless body. body." That is his exact words. I have it I have it recorded. "Over my dead lifeless body." And I said, "Okay, I'm going to hold it to that." <laughs> So, anyways, when we come back, we are gonna we're gonna delve into this uh, this this kind of new technology on ammunition. I want to see if you think it's going to be going. Get to change after
0: with the lucky Slots, You can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Term regular rate supply. Peacock, subscription required. Xfinity, proud partner of Team USA. Welcome back
1: you gotta buy to a Gun time. Radio Utah with Clark Ophosian on Talk Radio 1059
2: KNRS. Listen and you'll know. Hey, you know what I forgot to add? Was uh, Wednesday or Thursday? Whatever day it was that we did that, I think it was Thursday. Thursday, Thursday yeah. That uh, we had that meeting with uh, Senator Mike Lee over at the Lee K Gun Range, and that, yeah. and he fired your ammo that we're going to talk about in just yes. a minute. He fired thirty rounds of it in about what two and a half, three seconds or so. Yes. Anyway, so we're going to talk about that. So joining me on Gun Radio Utah in the studio today is Bill Riley, CEO of Simex Ammunition. And what I led into or, or left off on on the last end of last segment was this is new. I, I kind of almost want to call it technology, but it doesn't have lights and wires and stuff like that. <laughs> but it's a new, new construction completely <laughs> devoid of your basic kind of core for a projectile lead. Yes. Is what we're so used to. What is this ammunition and why— did you did you see the need to replace lead?
1: Well, it all started. I went to my wife. I used to shoot a long time ago, about three to four thousand rounds a month, and you have children. And That's a lot of ammo. Oh, yeah. okay. It's a lot. I grew up in Wyoming, and I went to her after the kids were grown up, and I said, "Hey, I want to shoot again." She said, "Yeah, go ahead." I said, but I want to shoot in the basement. So I had to, at the time I, we had to call our, our representative Kurt Oda. Say, "Hey, can we oh, shoot?" Representative Oda, yeah. <laughs> And he said, "Yeah," and she was a little uh, bummed, but then she turned around and said, "Hey, no lead." And so you- Kurt
2: said, "It's okay to shoot." He looked up at the laws and he yeah. says, "It's okay to shoot indoors you're in your, in your yeah. own
1: home." Okay, what what I understood. Yeah, and then uh, she gave me two requirements. Number one, no lead has to be a hundred percent lead free. How come? Uh, because of uh, the toxins. Toxicity. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, I was already brain dead already. So. <laughs> And then uh, we wanted
2: to have penetration control because it was in the house. So you didn't want you to be shooting the neighbor's house? Yep, correct. Right. So we wanted to be safe environmentally, you know, I mean, for our own, you know, brain cells and that kind yeah. of stuff, nerve aches, and, uh, and then also not to shoot the neighbor. So, yeah. uh, so Nicole, that was, uh, that was pretty good. So those are the two requirements, huh? Nothing about noise, nothing about, you know, empty brass or shell casings on the floor or anything like that, just, you know. All right, cool. I wish I had a man cave that I could shoot, you know, stuff in. Well, I still owe her. Yeah? Oh, you do? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, that's a debt that has not been paid yes. yet. All right. So, all right, so with that, what did you, I mean, what did you do?
1: Well, the only non-lead alternatives out there are monolithics or frangibles. We we say monolithics, like all copper? All copper, turned one at a time, yeah. and monolithics, both non-lead both very expensive, so the cost-effectiveness it was out the door. We There was no way I could shoot a thousand rounds. No in, way. No, no way. And so I looked into what was out there, and I had to remove lead. So I had to think outside the box. And in doing so, I went back to old cowboy shooting the single shot with wax projectiles. Okay. And I developed wax until I developed polymers, till I developed a synthetic composite. Once I understood how those worked, I was able to put them in jackets. How? how- uh, do you have like some kind of chemical engineering background, or no, not at all? I actually went had to go theoretically go back to school to learn about polymers and chemistry to make this work.
2: So you started with wax, yes. Okay, so that's obviously non lead, but and then but but rather soft, and then you went to what? Uh, more of a poly wax than a polymer than a synthetic composites. Wow, yeah. Okay. So, you've got this and what did you find? So, not just is it not lead, but you had some added huge benefits to this concoction. This this uh, uh, what do you want to call it? This composite? I don't yeah. know. What do you want? To... So, your new projectile, you had some huge benefits that you found.
1: Yeah, a couple of the benefits, number one it was submass. So, it was very super lightweight. Uh, we were able to shoot that ammunition through the barrel at rifle velocities. And you had performance recoil. But in the advancement of bullet technology, it was the jacket and the core married together with the certain properties of that core itself, like a non Newtonium fluid property that you like to say? I love saying non
2: Newtonian because it it uh, it makes me appear very smart. <laughs> but but you're gonna have to You but, and me but, both. We, but but we're not gonna be able to get away with no. our listeners with that. We're gonna have to explain. So basically you've got a very lightweight bullet. Yeah. And it's got, it's got a copper jacket around it, and so what you what you're ended up with was a very lightweight. So 147 grain is typical for a 9 mil. What is your 9 mil at now? Uh, 45 grains. 45 grains. So yeah. we're talking a third the weight. Yeah. Okay. And, and, then, and you're shooting that, so then you're going to have less recoil. Yes. Put it into terms that we'd understand how much less recoil. Well,
1: on average, we're seeing
2: 45 to 60% less recoil, depending on the caliber. So if I'm shooting a 45, it would feel like a what? A nine. A nine. Okay, that is, and I shot your 45 Thursday. Yes. And it did feel like, uh, like the the super lowest cowboy load or a nine mil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so 40 Smith and Wesson, we're getting up to 160, 180 grain stuff, and your bullets are what? 58 grains. 58. Again, about a third. All right. How fast? I just heard. Your 45 that you're developing right now. 45 ACP, which is typically going to come out of the barrel at what eight nine hundred feet per second yeah. uh, out of a you know a four inch, and that's at 230 grain. What's your bullet weigh? Uh, 72 grains. Okay, and that's going 1825 feet per eight, second. 1825 feet per second. I mean, that's you're into 357 Magnum velocities. Yes. All right. Now. But that does me no good if all it does is poke a hole through my target and not dump its energy. So now you've correct. got to explain, because, I mean, you get that huge velocity, you're going to get over-penetration, and so what, what does your bullet do? And and maybe try to work in the non-Newtonium part of it. (laughs) Because essentially what we're talking about is if you get something moving fast enough, you know, Newtonian physics explains that, you know, certain things react to other, you know, soft things react to hard things, hard things react to soft things, so on and so forth, in a very consistent—tell us about this bullet, though.
1: Well, it's an advancement in bullet technology. We call it a smart bullet because it knows the difference of densities that it's going through. So in a hard, hardened barrier, we're able to punch through. But the moment it hits soft tissue, it stops. It's able to dump all that energy into it. And it's because of the design
2: of the jacket and, and mainly the core. So, uh, that- so i got to jump in here again. And, it, it, Bill, we're going to hold you over for another segment, too. So, by the way, in fact, I think you might just have to stay for this whole thing. So anyway, um, and so when he talks about dumping energy... This is very important because if you're shooting a substrate, say a bad guy, and your bullet over penetrates right through them, you're only going to dump that energy, the pressure, the 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 that hydrostatic shock, um, that is the incapacitating shock, only to the degree the bullet slows down while passing through something. If it passes all the way through it, it uses that energy, the other energy on the wall or the you know in the 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 field Correct. behind. But if you're able to slow it down enough and literally stop that projectile inside the substrate in those 6 to 12 inches of of mass, that energy that was being perceived as velocity doesn't just evaporate into the ethereal, it gets changed into something else, right? That is correct.
1: We're able to transfer that energy very quickly. So from 2 to 6 inches, we can dump... 500 foot pounds within that amount that
2: okay that's just that's absolutely huge I yes. mean I'm thinking ballistic gel kind of stuff is what have we got 16 inches of ballistic yes. gel is a standard and your bullet won't go through the 16 inches
1: it will not it now,
2: dumps its energy
1: we can actually shoot a 50 a and E into a half a gel block at uh, about 2700 feet per second. 1800 feet, uh, foot pounds, and it
2: stays inside that block. Okay. You're talking the 50AE, the Desert Eagle. Yeah. Huge, big mama round. Yeah. It stays in half a gel block, eight inches. Yes. Eight inches. Eight it inches. It does not go past eight. It dumps all its energy. Now it picks up the
1: block and throws it against yeah. the wall.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that it, I, I'm still having a hard time wrapping my head around shooting so- something that will take all that energy in, and dump it in that small amount of space. And this is because, yet, would it, but it will go right through a hard object. Is yes, that right? Yes, that is correct. But, see, it's just, that's the non-Newtonium that we're talking about. Yeah, it's doing with the core. It's yeah. the interaction of the core and the jacket. And, I mean, these are huge. We've got about a minute left in this segment. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to open it up, uh, the phone lines, 888 888-570-8010. Do you have a question for Bill about this kind of technology? I doubt he's going to give you the formula that you can make it up in your in your mixing bowl in your kitchen. I doubt he's going to give you that formula, but I want to learn more about this, and I want to learn more. Uh, is this? Do you see this as the future? Do you see this as a replacement for lead, typical uh, construction of, of bullets, of projectiles, and... Um, I, I want to know cost. I mean, is it effective yeah. to that, that we can buy a bunch of this and start using it? And uh, do you recommend carrying this, you know, for those folks that are carrying concealed? Or go to
1: AFReserve.com. This message is sponsored by the Air Force Reserve and aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Keeping you updated and up to date on the latest news around the country and Utah on firearms. It's Gun Radio Utah. No
2: apologies. Your host, Clark Aposhian. Welcome back to Gun Radio, Utah. What a beautiful place to, to shoot guns is in Utah. And all of our abilities and our fun people. And uh, speaking of fun people, I've got Bill Riley, CEO of SimX Tactical Solutions. I'm learning. It's kind of like a uh, going back to school, learning about physics and stuff like that when we're talking about your new projectiles. In fact, you know what? Before I forget, uh, I've got it. Let's bring Bill on. Dan, let's bring Bill on right now. He's got a, a... Well, I don't know what his question is. Bill, are you there?
0: I am here. And, Clark, you can sit this one out because you won't know the answer oh on this Oh, my gosh. One, this, so. is,
2: this is my co-host, Bill Pedersen, probably <laughs> up in Jacksonville. You're probably shooting something. All right, Bill, go ahead. Okay, so this this sounds very intriguing,
0: this ammunition. My question to is what is the what's happening to the soft tissue of um a body uh if this was shot into an animal or into a human what is the soft tissue damage because if it's stopping the bullet that fast the energy i'm thinking has got to go out and away from the bullet.
1: Well, that's uh, number one. Good question. We have had uh, soft tissue with uh, wild hogs, and we've shot up okay. to a four hundred pound hog from one hundred fifty to a four hundred pound hog in our tissue test. And what we found is it goes in that uh, in the in there about six inches, dumps all its energy, and it looks like a grenade blew up. And that's okay, basically that's the easiest. What I expected. Yes, and so we shot one hog post mortem. And uh, then we did an autopsy, and we found out that the heart and lungs, post-mortem, was all bruised. All the capillaries and, and veins were uh, broken into it. So that's what happens when you have penetration control. You could do the same thing with lead if you're able to figure out how to stop lead in four to six inches. Yeah, if you could. I mean, exactly. boy, that really wastes a lot of fantastic bacon, though. I got to tell you So that's... <laughs> last
0: follow-up question, and this is for my hunting guys. Are you going to do a muzzle loader round
1: 50 cal, 45 cal. Whoa, that is fantastic. So just... To, and so,
0: please let me help you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> let uh, me
2: work uh, with you on that.
1: Yeah, so. So, so anything that lead touches, we can replace. Everything okay. in the industry. So
2: any bullet. Any bullet,
1: we can replace.
2: Okay, so I've got a question, though, because the bullet weights are a third on average. Yeah. Don't you have to adjust the rifling, the twist, you know, to make it a a, a slower twist? Because, you know, you don't have to stabilize that heavier bullet, or
1: well, you would be correct if it was the world of lead. In the world of lead, you have to. In Simex, all the weight's on the outside; it's the jacket itself, and so it is able to hold on to that. And then the centrifugal forces were are able to stabilize a lot longer and farther.
2: Okay, so the bullets aren't coming out sideways; they're no. literally staying. Well, no. I got to tell you, I fired the four. What, what was it? No, I was firing the forty also on Thursday. Yeah, and I was keeping them all within like a little two and a half inch. Uh, two-and-a-half-inch spread right there, but boom, and I wasn't even trying. Yeah. Well, how did you like the 45, though? Uh, it felt like a 9, and it was fantastic. Yeah. It. it re- I mean, there's uh, the sound. I didn't really notice the sound too much because I had my earplugs in, but but I got to tell you, the recoil is the biggest thing. Just holding a magazine of yours versus a magazine of regular, a huge difference. I mean, it, it felt... It felt like, you know, these were uh, two-thirds lighter. Yeah. It, it felt like, oh, somebody forgot to load an actual bullet in here. <laughs> yes, and, it, and people do have to adjust to that. Yeah, and so the recoil is obviously a lot less. So, Bill, uh, you could be, you could be um, right there along with everybody shooting the SimX and be the only ones shooting SimX. In fact, DNR is going to have to come out with brand new rules to allow you guys and your muzzle loaders to shoot this stuff probably. Did we lose Bill? All right, so Bill's off. All right, so anyways, that was, that was great, though, because Bill's, Bill's a big—I mean, anything that swims or flies or runs or slithers, Bill has put a bullet in it <laughs> <laughs> or caught. Yes. I don't know, if he doesn't shoot fish, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, so now that's very interesting. All right, I got to take Scott before the break. All right, Scott, uh, what's your question or comment?
0: Well, it kind of dovetails into the last one. I was curious uh, about the muzzle loader thing. Um, are they going to be available? Like, I like to shoot cap and ball revolvers. And also, is it going to be something that a hand loader can use at home, say, when you're reloading at your bench? If you want to make your own, you know, rifle ammo, pistol ammo, is that going to be something that... Eventually, you'll be able to get dies
1: or yeah, so I uh, think a way uh, to
0: cast
1: it yeah, I think eventually you, everybody's going to have the opportunity to use our projectile that's the goal, but I don't know how long that's going to be It's going it's to take a few years to get to that point. How do people find out more Do you, do you have a website do you yeah. have a- uh, people can go to simxammocom s i m x a
2: m m o dot com sim x ammo.com. Yes. Just like that. And do you explain the do you explain this stuff on the on the website?
1: Yeah, the website's uh it's a pretty good darn good website. They can get in, they can learn the technology, understand the products, and then have a way to contact us. Okay. Uh
2: I, I mean it's it's really interesting. And so do you think this is gonna go you know what? I'm gonna hold you over for. Well, no, I can do it because I've got, I've got, to, I gotta plug my sponsor here real quick. You before better we do go it. here. So I gotta tell Dan, Dan, I gotta plug my sponsor on the end of this, uh, the Gunsmith at Sportsman's Warehouse. But um, it, 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 it's almost to the point where we're making all this brand new ammo and cool stuff, but we're using the same old guns.
1: Correct. We are. Uh, remember, anything that lead touches, we can replace, and we're already making advancements in firearms too. Really? Yes. Like.
2: Can you say any more than that?
1: Well, uh, we we do have R&D products, uh, future product lines, and we're going Our one of our 9 millimeter betas for a future product. is going about 3,100
2: feet per second. Oh, man. Now, wait a minute. You also, if I'm not mistaken, it's been a couple years, you cracked the 5,000 feet per second with something. Yes, just
1: it? on a velocity and pressure test yeah. with the
2: uh, 300 WinMeg. 300 WinMeg. Five thousand, more than five thousand feet per second, and that's typically a thirty-one hundred feet per second yeah, round. That is correct. That's now, huge. It, it couldn't hit anything, yeah. but that was for the velocities and yeah. pressure tests. Yeah. All right. That's uh, <laughs> that's that is absolutely amazing. All right. So now, uh, I gotta I gotta pay the bills here. So, you know, if uh, you know we're talking about new guns, I don't care what it is. If it's a rifle, if it's a pistol, if it's a revolver, shotgun. Whatever you've got, and it needs to be repaired, needs to be customized, some machining work done, maybe you need some inspection work on it, stock work, refinishing, Cerakoting, engraving, you name it, site work, barrel, action, get it over to the gunsmith at Sportsman's Warehouse. The gunsmith at Sportsman's Warehouse. Now, if you want to, you can take it right over to them. 1630 South, 5070 West in Salt Lake. That's 1630 South. Fifty seventy West in Salt Lake. Uh, they're open Sunday through Monday. No, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, Sunday and Monday they're closed. It's Tuesday through Friday, including Saturday. So, anyways, nine a.m. to six p.m. and on Saturday, like today, nine a.m. to five p.m. And they can I. And I'm telling you this, I had to pay for it, so it's a regular. You know, I'm not getting it free. But yeah, um, I've taken uh, quite a few. Firearms, let's just say, that uh, that have been in there. Anybody with a spouse that has handled their guns and they have broken their guns because you told them not to touch them and then they touched them and they broke them. So anyway, <laughs> no. or say your sights knocked off. Say you've got a gouge in it. Say you've got a gun that is all the finishes off and maybe it's even started to rust. Yeah, you can take it in there. They'll they'll even reblue that thing. They can find parts for you that uh, your gun is all complete except it's missing a pin, missing a link, something like that. Get it over to them. Now, let's say you you don't live in the Salt Lake area and you're listening to this on podcast in in Alaska. Well, you're very likely to have a sportsman's warehouse location near you because it's got over 110 locations. Get it over to them and then just tell them, get this to the gunsmith they will get it uh, they will get it right over to you. Anyway, so when we come back on Gun Radio Utah, lots more to talk about. It's going to be a whirlwind of stuff to just uh, kind of go over in uh, West Virginia and Iowa and California. Forming your best. That's 801-263-7777 or visit
1: revivemenshealth.com. Protecting and preserving your constitutional right to bear arms. It's Gun Radio Utah. Here's your host, Clark Capotion.
2: Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's something that Glock has done for a long time. Only they, only now they've they've, they've put a title on it yeah. and called it a whole new gun. All right, welcome back to Gun Radio Utah. I was doing a little crosstalk here with uh, Bill Riley, with uh, CEO of Simex Ammunition. If you want to find out some more information about Simex then uh, go to SimX, S-I-M-X ammo, simxammo.com. And I'm sure you do have a thing that, that people can ask you questions and that kind of stuff. Yeah, because the other thing I got to find out, when are you coming out with the 50 Beowulf? So, yeah, 50 Beowulf. There it is. So oh, there we are. There we the, are. 50, the 50 Beowulf. Hey, I wonder if the same round, the same projectile they use for the 50 AE. Anyways, I'm thinking. All right, so I promised to tell you about the Glock Mariner. I don't know if I told you in there. Or no. Anyway, so Glock wants you to be able to take your gun underwater. Yep, and and I don't know if they're if they're I don't know if they're necessarily thinking you're going to fire it underwater because if you've ever fired a gun, the gun has been submerged in water. It's very how do I say that anticlimactic. It's it's not as cool as you think it is. Yeah. That bullet just doesn't go like even a nine mil is going to go like eight or nine feet underwater and then it just kind of boop, 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 drops to the floor of the swimming pool yeah so and no you do not you do not damage your internal organs if you're in the pool with it it doesn't work like that but anyway but it, apparently there was enough people that were dunking their guns in the water and maybe it was for like the SEAL teams or something, dunking their guns in the water, then bringing them back out and not being able to fire them because of the hydraulic pressure inside the striker channel mm. of a Glock. And the strikers, it's what I mean by that. You know, some people call it the, the firing technically It's the striker. Yeah. And they needed some way to either keep the water out or let it drain. And so that's what Glock did. But for a long, long time, you've been able to get maritime spring cups. Basically, they're like little rubber cups little rubber cups that, that go in there, and one, allow it, the water to drain out. Uh, you know, allows the water, the oil that mixed with it, any debris to exit the firing pin channel. Whereas before, it would just stay in there. So then, so that's, as far as I can tell, that's all they did is just add these little cups that you can buy. I don't know if you can still buy them, but anyway, and put them on yourself. But they just did this for you and they changed the gun it's now a, it's a Glock 19 Gen 3 and they call it the Glock Mariner and apparently and it's the Mariner's laser engraved on the on the the front uh you know near the ejection port on the slide and i i imagine they probably added an extra 100 bucks to it yeah but uh now i must have one well now i can the, shoot in the in the shower now yeah 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 yeah, yeah in the shower in the tub well shower, yeah. in the hot tub
1: I can go back to my wife and say, not only do I want to shoot in the house, in the basement, yeah. I can want to shoot in the tub.
2: <laughs> so there you go. Nicole is uh, is going to come up with another set of rules yes. for tub shooting. All right. So anyways, apparently it was uh, first built for an undisclosed foreign government. I bet they just threw that in there so they'd know that Clark would want the gun because it yeah. said that. Anyway, Indiana State Police website gets overwhelmed as the state offers free lifetime gun permits. Free Lifetime gun permits. Two days ago, Thursday, the lifetime license to carry a handgun became free. But it's interesting because a bill in the Indiana State Legislature, in the Senate, that would require um, to revoke the law requiring a gun permit at all was shot down by the Indiana State Senate. Yet, they came up with this and said, you know what, if you want a lifetime gun permit— it's free and you just go online. So it never expires. Um, I think it's a step forward. I think it's, it's interesting, but you know, that's um, all yep. right. Now, remember we talked about, in fact, you had a question and you brought it up to Senator Mike Lee and you said the taxes. Yes. The taxes. taxes. Yep. And, and, and when you said that, I said to myself, the hell you say. Because there's some huge, t- I mean, it's like 10 and 11 percent, not for the end user, but for the manufacturer, That's Yeah. for the manufacturer. And then it gets obviously built back into that. And there's everything from the excise taxes and it, you know, some of the funds, the Pittman-Robertson Act and that kind of stuff. But some of it goes back into the general fund and money that goes in the general fund. I don't like because we don't know where it's going. Correct. And I think I made the comment, you know, maybe if that money went to something good, like Guns for the homeless—that would be, you know, yeah. that would be, that would be appropriate. Well, West Virginia is is all about this. A little, you know, is helping uh, on a state basis. They just got rid of all uh, on small firearms and ammunition that are purchased in West Virginia will no longer have a sales tax. So you buy a two thousand dollar rifle, it's one hundred and twenty bucks cheaper, and that I mean, there's not a lot of exceptions to it. Uh, guns and ammunition, no sales tax. But in addition, and I saw this, and I thought of you. They, uh, it, it also the the bill. It's uh, sales tax is only a small part. Apparently, the bill also stimulates economic growth in manufacturing industries by allowing tax credits for arms and ammo makers in the state. If you buy a one million dollar piece of equipment, so to speak, they'll tax it as if it's a fifty thousand dollar piece of equipment. Yeah. And that's huge. It and is huge. From what, what we're already hearing is people have decided, manufacturers have decided to start moving to uh, to West Virginia and buy a bunch of new equipment. Yeah. So would that help you? Absolutely. So don't move to West Virginia. We'll just get that passed here in Utah. Yes. So, anyways. Oh, also, uh, last week California, or no, as of the first, California's ban. Okay, so. You can't buy in California more than one handgun in a 30-day period. Correct. So basically it's the gun. And so so a lot of people are thinking, one gun a month? Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, some people see a you know a great deal in that. Well, anyway, that has just expanded to semi-automatic setter fire rifles. Now, you cannot, you get a sale on one, you can't buy one for yourself and your kid or your spouse or whatever. One gun a month. Remember that, uh, that peanut or the almond commercial that says a can, of, a, can a week or something like that yeah. is all we ask? Anyway, um, you know, they're flailing about in California doing everything but addressing crime. So doing everything but addressing crime, in my opinion. And, and if, if it involves restricting ammunition— restricting firearms, restricting the use of which, they are all for it. Absolutely. But they pretend it's uh, to that. Okay. Iowa's, uh, I think we talked about that. Yeah. Iowa's constitutional carry law goes into effect July 1st. And remember ours. Now, ours went into effect May 5th. There's no, you don't, and I still encourage people to get a concealed carry permit, but you don't have to right now. The man is not oppressing you anymore, but you don't get that reciprocity with the other 36 states. You can't carry in schools and universities. You don't get a bypass of the next check or the you know the you have to pay the seven dollar and fifty cent and you this only applies that uh, permitless carry only applies to twenty one and over at this point at this point so what else did I forget okay we talked about Mike Lee oh I really you know what next week I'll talk about Arvada California it was a uh, a good guy that took out a bad guy that and and when we say bad guy he had just killed a cop yes. And then he starts continuing shooting, and, uh, and, uh, and so then and he, and he shoots and kills a bad guy. Standing over him, I don't know what for, but to make sure he was still dead, he grabs the guy's uh, AR-15 that he had just used to shoot out some more windows, and uh, the cops roll up, and they shoot and kill the hero. They shoot and kill the good guy. And by all accounts, he wasn't point anyway, so we may delve into that and see are there any lessons to be learned? Where is the lesson to be learned being shot by the police is the price we pay to be protected by the police? I don't know. maybe that's that's too harsh, but there are no apologies. Uh, we will talk. I have downloaded the entire 187 page Las Vegas Metro Police Department report on the October 1st 2017 mass shooting and i'll be reviewing that and see if we come up with anything new thanks for listening to gun radio utah bill thank you very much thank you clark and we'll have you back when we get some uh, that 50 beowulf in here we will do it <laughs> fantastic all right uh, go out shooting be careful